testing because I don't trust the studio. Hello, speak. Hello. Okay, we're good. Hello again. It's me, Tom, the host of this slightly mediocre, slightly average, but surprisingly some people listen radio show. And coming at you for the last time for this semester. It has been a journey since I started in February. If you listen to the first episode on Spotify, you will hear me internally stressing. You can probably hear my heartbeat through the microphone. But it's been a good time. I've really enjoyed it. And thank you for those that have stuck with me and listened to my painfully annoying, sort of prepubescent voice for all this time. I'm back again with last week's guest, Kieran, is joining us for the season finale, which was weird to say. It's a pity, join. He couldn't it's get a, anyone else here. She, okay, we're going to switch that real quick. Um, Kieran begged to come on this show. Mm, uh-huh. I came to Kieran, I was like, oh, I don't really have any guests. She's like, well, I can come on if you want. I was like, she's like, I'm not sure, but you don't, maybe you don't want like two guests. I'm like, no, it's fine, you can come on. Are you sure I can come on? Like, everything. You I beg mean, to come on this show. We've got about seven members of staff downstairs that aren't at work. Yeah, you asked, so we're here. No, I didn't ask. Yes, you did. You said that you no, had no one, no. and I was like... No, no, so Kieran can no longer speak. Um, yeah, so Kieran begged to come on the show. You can't hear her. It's great. You can't hear her. Yeah, but last time you did that, you could hear me through your mic. <laughs> I know! They don't work! <laughs> oh, no. Okay, well, we're back. Um, we have a few things to talk about and before I start I was going to like go like a recap of how the show has gone so far the first three episodes were me deciding I was going to be a little news anchor it went just as well as you might expect it was bad, they were very bad like they are terrible to listen to I then decided (laughs) I'm going to have guests on this show uh, starting with Powell Nielsen and well Powell almost fell into a trap of you know, saying some things he shouldn't have, but he didn't. And it was a baptism of fire, but I very much appreciated Powell coming on because that was a good time talking about him in Romania and the different things he had to do there. We then had a lot of other guests, uh, including our recurring guests. I want to thank, actually, the recurring... Well, every guest that's come on. And the recurring guests, which are Liz, Rob, Danielle, Callum, and Kieran. As the few returning guests, I want to give a thank you to Patrick for his uh, stories of um, that episode has now got 100 plays on Spotify. Why? I don't even know. It got as many plays in one day as I get in two weeks. <laughs> um, yeah, which is where Patrick gets his nickname Vibrator Boy from. Uh, yeah. Not heard that one. <laughs> he took pictures of adult massagers over summer and made, like... It was so good at it that companies would come back and ask him for... It's advertising in it. Like <laughs> He made so much money from that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's a, it's a niche market. Mm. Yeah, no, like he was on the... Like on these websites, if you go like on the website page, he's like, all right, that's my living room. Oh my God, I didn't realize he did it in his house. <laughs> oh yeah, like his parents... <laughs> like he there. bought them the and nickname, then had the them shipped to his house. Yeah, no, so they'd send it to him. Like they'd be like, oh, hey, could good. you do this product for us? I hope his parents really opened his mail. Well... That's where the nickname comes from. We didn't call him that. His dad did. <laughs> yeah. So, right. yeah. And Patrick's gone for the for to next year's season, William and Mary. Bill come back and talk about his time working in the nudist park. Yep. Patrick's got some stories, which is also the reason why my, I changed my slot to 7 p.m. 
because I realized it wasn't sustainable yeah. <laughs> for having people come on. But yeah, um, it's been a good time. I've really enjoyed it. Thanks for everyone who stuck with me. You're not going to hear my voice for uh, a month and a half. Right. How have you been, Kieran? How's your week been since last week? Been all right. Been in this building far too much. That's true. So have I. <laughs> been working. That's literally all I've been doing. Been watching my friends graduate, sitting here, and having people check up on me to make sure I'm okay that I'm not graduating. I'm fine. <laughs> I said that in a way that makes it really sound like I'm not, but I swear I am. I'm fine. <laughs> Are you okay? We're going to cut these mics. Are you okay, Kieran? <laughs> no. No. I'm never okay. <laughs> no. Well, I mean... Kieran has had now the pleasure of bossing me around. Yeah, Tom came and started working for the bar. Yeah, I've come in and I've been serving drinks. It I went... know, he made a mess on his first day. No one is surprised. The people he who listen made, to his show are not he surprised. He made a mess. Imagine, he got through all the steps. He was making a milkshake, got through all the steps, and then at the last hurdle, he just, he just failed. I Listen, okay, so, on that milkshake story, so... The bar has milkshake, well, machines. like machines, like blenders, whatever, which you have to hang the cup on. Yeah, you put the on cup the little... on the machine so that it can then blend. Yeah, but okay, but okay. It's first off, it's not very intuitive in the sense that yes, the, there is. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I listen, beg to differ. My breaks were spent going up to other members of oh god, I can't say his contractual obligation, secret agents, whatever. You know what I mean. And going up to them and and be pointing out to them that I messed up, they weren't surprised that I messed up. But oh, they no, didn't they understand. watched you mess up. Oh yeah, they were standing right there. Oh, I know. Well, the two <laughs> of them that were, yeah. But the other nights on my breaks, I'd go up and I'd talk to the other members of security on, and they were confused as to how you hang up. Why would you hang up a milkshake? And I went, "That's yeah." To make the but I bet work. they were confused. But the second they saw it, I bet they could have figured it out. Well, see, that's the thing. I don't know what other instruction to give you. I told you to hang it yeah. up. And Kieran you goes, "Hang it up." I go, "Where?" She points to this little black square. Which, I'm, okay, fine, I'll do it. I just didn't go far enough. Yeah, he missed. <laughs> so when He's I let so go... Tall, he couldn't see what his hands were doing, and know. he missed. <laughs> so I let go, and the entire milkshake poured everywhere. Everywhere. It had um, to be cleaned not once, but twice, and the next day. Yeah, because I was told uh, by my secret agent boss that the Kieran's list had said deep clean milkshake cocktail station. I was then sent um, uh, the list the next day by someone else. Uh, and was written underneath, blame Tom for not knowing how to hang up a milkshake. That's true. Thanks for name calling. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, mean, we feel... I thought Parker would be interested in that. Yeah. I thought he would find that entertaining. Yeah, it was entertaining. It was. And then yesterday, I made another milkshake, ignoring the slight water spillage that I did have at the same time, but that's like a little hurdle. I made the milkshake. So you know what, Kieran? I think I'm ready to be team leader. That's a disgusting noise. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to make my way up the ladder in both times. Like, in both, like, jobs. You know what? I will happily give you the position of team leader. Do you want to come be team leader tonight? Unfortunately, I have obligations with You know what? I'm running. I'm working five days next week. Take any one of them, Tom. No, you're not going to be here. No. Monday? I'm being Monday. Team leader on Monday. Yay. You can run the whole bar, and I will just stand there and take (laughs) orders. (laughs) <laughs> well, from me. No, just take orders from customers. Oh, okay, yeah. That's all you do when you To be fair, to be fair, to be fair. Kieran is a very good team leader. She's very good. She's on top of everything. Uh, she's very nice. Uh, Imagine. Pr- pray that no one is, nice. <laughs> pray that the members of security aren't listening to this. Um, but it's true. 
It is very true, and it was very helpful. So thank you very much. Because, <laughs> I mean, if the mo- listen, if someone said, I said to one of my friends, they asked me, I went back from friend back home. I told them, and they went, oh, that was the only thing you spilt? <laughs> you have to realize how clumsy I am. There's a reason I never applied for a bar job I'm, beforehand. I'm aware that it's not bad. We, we wanted, anyone else would have been a lot worse. <laughs> oh. I didn't try to make you mess up on anything. No, you pretty much were like, like literally holding my hand the entire time. You're like, okay, this is how you do it. I swear to God, do not drop this. Yeah. There's a lot of glass in the bar. Yeah, it's glass now, which... There's lots of glass. <laughs> I'm surprised I've not dropped any, which is... Yeah, please don't jinx that. Well, don't jinx I've got that. two more years to go. <laughs> don't jinx that. I'm not going... Well, I've only broken glass like once or twice. Too fair, I've only broken... I broke... Well, only, I've only broken one glass at home, and then Ever? I dropped a mug. Yeah, I dropped a mug. Yeah, well, but you're not actively, like, moving it around and, like, handling it. Like, I broke glass because I was taking all the glasses out and cleaning and knocked over a glass. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, like, those baby... Like, you look like those nature documentaries, and you see a giraffe just, well, like a baby giraffe. Yeah. That's me. That's yes. me. These limbs have no coordination. They're just very long. And You'll grow into them. You're how old are you? Twenty. You're twenty. You've I'm got not that time. much younger than you. Come on, Kieran. You're a little bit younger than me. What two years? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Okay. Well, Kieran, you're going to Lyon. Well, Akbar just sport it. Good job, Tom. It's eighteen shows. It's show number eighteen, and I've already messed it up. Tell me about you going to Lyon and your summer and what are your plans. I mean, well, you've heard about. Iceland, the Highlands. Yeah, I'm going to Lyon to visit a friend for a couple of days. Um, it is going to be hot as hell, and I am not mentally prepared for that. It's like 30 degrees, which for me is hot as hell. I'm aware you're going to Oman. You don't need no, to. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not. I'm not uh, it is hot. I'm, I'm used to this weather now. I'm actually hot in the studio now. Yeah, it's going to be warm. Um, as I told you, France has just cancelled all outdoor events because of how warm it is this week. Um, but yeah, I'm going to Lyon for a couple of days. I'm just going to chill, hang out, hang out on a farm, speak French, eat good food, mm-hmm. relax, like... <laughs> Be a wine mom, like fully I, indulge with the wine. I don't like wine. Fair. I don't like wine, so I don't care. Um, I'm sure we'll be forced to drink some because um, my friend drinks wine. The cheese? Daily. Yeah, I like cheese. cheese. I'll have cheese. That's I don't like meat. They eat a lot of meat, so that'll be fun. You don't like, like, isn't like you don't like? I'm a vegetarian. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's going to say, like. But I also don't like meat. Um, to be fair, one of my Muslim friends back home, he goes, oh, I really don't like pork. I'm like, it tastes in what way? disgusting. Pork isn't that great. I've, I've, <laughs> I've grown to like, like eight years without it. I used to like, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, I need pork every time I go back in the summer. But now I just. I don't, like, I was, became a vegetarian when I was, like, 14, so it's been a long time since I've properly eaten meat, and sometimes, like, now and again, when I will have meat, either by mistake or because there's no other options, like, it just doesn't taste good, and I hate the texture, so, yeah, no, so that will be fun. When do you have meat? Because my, my friend Liz, she, we went back to, she, she became a vegetarian because um, a boyfriend that she had at the time said he'd prefer he'd like her more if she was vegetarian oh that's problematic yeah <laughs> and she kept with it uh liz i love you um but um he, he over i went to see a family over like beginning of june and she was like right i'm gonna order tuna like a, what was it like a pork something sandwich 
and I just looked, we were there with one of her friends from school and we both looked at her going what are you doing yeah and she had it just like I need to break this yeah after all these many years I mean a lot of people that I know that are vegetarian will the second they get drunk the first thing they order is something <laughs> with meat in it um I again like if there's nothing else like sometimes on planes they run out of veg food mm. and like if it's an eight hour plane journey and whatever like either I'll eat around it or I'll try a piece or sometimes I just like crave um not necessarily like meat but like spices and like the way it's cooked and stuff so like I really really like like good pepperoni or like salami Mm. um so like a good pepperoni pizza just hits different yeah so like I don't know once every six months or something um I will have my like guilty guilty piece of piece of meat but I mean I eat fish because otherwise I would have zero protein in my diet so but I don't eat pork like I don't like it I don't it's also just somewhat of a religious thing even though I'm not religious at all but like Jewish oh okay yeah (laughs) I was like wait are you converting to Islam I mean I say that like I eat I eat shellfish but Jews don't eat shellfish but like I just don't like pork but my family doesn't eat a lot of pork so it's not exactly hard did you have like any like when you were living like let's say in like in Africa like in different places in Africa what would like would that be anything from home that you'd miss in terms of food yeah there's like one kind of food that I grew up on that actually I can make here and I've made a couple times um but it's like it's just the like staple food and pretty much every African country has like their version of it so like the Nigerian one is called like njama and fufu or fufu um but i grew up eating like like zambia it's called uh nshima and then in kenya it's called ugali and it's just like maize or corn flour essentially um and water until it's like quite thick so it's like kind of like polenta but like thicker and then you eat it with what i call relish but it's not actually relish it's like you'll have like a kale sauce or like a tomato sauce um, but you can make it because I ordered like for like five pounds. I ordered a bag of because the problem is you can't get the cornmeal, right? Mm, yeah. I, I got a bag of cornmeal from South Africa for five pounds on Amazon, so I can make it. Um, and the kale is not quite the same, but I can make pretty good um, sukumuki, which is the Kenyan kale thing. So that's that's good, and I'm glad that I can make it because other than that, we didn't eat a lot of food like local food. It is very meat based um, yeah. and carb based, but like. Um, yeah, we didn't eat a ton of local food normally, but then there's also a question of like, what really is local food and yeah, yeah. Um, what's not, but that's definitely my favorite. My parents hate it, but do your parents cook a lot or, uh, my mom does not. <laughs> my mother cannot cook. Uh, um, she's once burned brownies from a box and I still hold that over her head. My dad is a really, really good cook. Um, but he does not cook often. So I grew up with um nannies and cooks because there's a market for it um and so they did all the cookings my parents were working full-time but my dad is a very very good cook but he doesn't cook um my stepmom cooks most of the food in the u.s which is a shame because i prefer my dad's cooking but whatever (laughs) both my parents can cook but my dad's like big into it like he says if he hadn't been working in the line of work i told you last time that cannot say live on air um he would have either been working what do you call it like you know people who make cologne well no oh the smell yeah smell that thing yeah it's probably like his number one thing yeah i know someone who works in the smell industry (laughs) like they make perfumes or no my friend's 
dad now works for a company that sells scents. So, like, if you ever walked into an Abercrombie and Fitch store, yes, that smell, his company sells that. Well, the Abercrombie smell, like the scent, yeah. Huh. So it's it's he sells scents. So like they manufacture and market like scents. Okay, but like wait, <laughs> wait, okay, wait. Is it because you make it sound like you, you walk into an Abercrombie and Fitch store and they all smell the same? Is that what you mean? They all smell the same. Yes. They do. Yeah, because it's all, like, the same, like, disgusting cologne. To be fair, it wouldn't be so bad if they didn't spray it on everything. But you can't breathe when you walk into any store. Because it's all the same. What? <laughs> How I mean, sensitive is your nose? Because I don't like actually... I mean, like, I, I can't breathe in any of them. I already... But, like, it's like, yes. It's a branded thing. Like, they... Wow, okay. <laughs> well, the more... that To be fair, I did not know that. That is a... Well, okay, yeah. But, like, I was born in Fra- in Grasse, in France. Grasse, yes, I know, it translates to thick. Yeah, I know, okay. I know, <laughs> I know. It's a great place. Um, and that's where they have, like, all the, the perfumes. And mm. um, he always, like, we, like, I remember as a kid, we visit one, and he goes, he was asking all these questions in English, because the man didn't learn French in 10 years living there. He understands it, he just can't speak it. All 10 right. years. All right. 10 <laughs> years living in France. Can't say a word. That's a choice. Um, but like he was like, oh, this would be my dream. This is my dream coming out of school. So he would either have done that or been a literature professor. Uh, my wow. dad dropped out of school at seventeen. Say he really didn't go did to a, uni. He really did a three sixty. Oh there. yeah, my man. Just <laughs> I don't even know what like what journey he took, went on. Or yeah, he would have been probably a chef. Like he like he. My dad and I watch a lot of Anthony Bourdain mm. shows, or like we watch Queer Eye. Yeah, especially because like Anthony, like the guy that cooks. My dad's like, oh, that's my hero right there. <laughs> He cooks like that's so cute. But he cooks so well that then it becomes a problem when I come in and I'm not like I can cook things. I'm just not very good. Well, I'm quite slow. If I really want to cook something, it'll be take me a while to do it. Yeah. Um, but he's like so prepared. Like he knows all these different dishes. Mm, my dad is really good for like yeah, like global foods. Like yeah. I can cook, but I have to follow a recipe. Pretty yeah, same. Much. Yeah. Um, but like my dad, every time I go home, I either ask for like paella or chili or like nepali momos momos are so good yeah um you you can tell sometimes i can tell that like i've grown up abroad from this country for some things not just (laughs) in terms of food but like okay when i was working at the bar someone comes up to me like can i have a vbl and in my mind i'm like what the hell is a vbl I don't think then, you need to grow up abroad to not know what a no, VBL is. Well, like, it's like vodka, blacker, and lemonade. Yeah. And then I look, I'm like, how do I make that? And you just look at me, you go, vodka, blacker, and lemonade. And I'm just, it's there specific, just put them in together. I'm like, <laughs> right? This is all new to me. It's a vodka, lemonade. Like, it was new to me, too. But I don't think it has to do with you living overseas. I think it just has to do with you not knowing alcoholic drinks. Yeah, but it's like someone would be like, can I have a, a, like, a shot of this? And I'm like, if it's not like a name brand, because... Our our house parties. I don't know if it's. Oh no, because well, I guess maybe for you, because in the U.S., like you came I back. I didn't go to any house parties. No, I was not part of the cool kids crowd. Um. There was no cool kids crowd. There was just forty people in my grade, and we all knew each other. Yeah. We were forced to know each other. I don't think I went to any. Like this is gonna sound really depressing, but like I don't think I really went to any parties. It just wasn't my scene. That's I was, understandable. I went from school to home to work to. That's fair. <laughs> we just didn't, didn't have much choice because none of us could work. And none of us, like, we all just, like, knew each other. We just, like, yeah. didn't have a choice no, but knowing each same. other. I was the same. I went to a lot of parties in my old school. Yeah. With everyone. Yeah. And, but, like, in terms of, like, drinks, it'd just be whoever's parents were richest 
and then care at all. <laughs> Would like bring like a bunch of different bottles. Like, okay, knock yourselves out. What's the drinking age on eighteen? It's twenty one. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, we also just like for the sake of my mother's job, we're not technically allowed to break any laws, which included underage drinking. Mm. Um, I think someone like someone she worked with or someone in the state department, like their kid was caught having a party and everyone was underage and it was like a big problem. <laughs> Wait, where, where was this? Kenya. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We had the British school had a party. This is like, I wasn't there cause like I didn't know, I only chose people from my old school, my school. Like, I didn't really, only know, only knew one person that's one of my friends from another school. I didn't really like hang out with the other kids from like the British school and stuff. But the British school had a party and it was like, high school kids so like about 16 15 yeah and that day the omani police decided they were going to raid it the british like, school uh the brit well the party of the british oh, school kids okay. <laughs> so they just fully raided it and brought everyone outside and obviously you know it, it's a party of western kids right like teenagers yeah so the girls are not going to be dressed conservatively yeah right they're not wearing like anything like crazy yeah. revealing but you know what i mean yeah um, and so the Omani pol- the police just goes right. Okay, well you guys are like doing like it's it's it's, it's, it's prostitution. <laughs> to which the one the Omani guy was like, dude, we are fifteen and sixteen. <laughs> We're not prostituting yeah, anyone. <laughs> yeah, th- th- these people, this person is like works. This dad dad works for the embassy. What kind of prostitution is going to happen here? <laughs> And apparently, like, they were, like, fully... They put, like, all the guys against the wall, like, threatening to, like, beat them with, like, canes. And I came in the next day, I was like, oh, this is... Probably this not. sounds fun. <laughs> Hope that doesn't happen to me. It didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's the, the fun... The fun... The fun story everyone mentions. Because every time... And now, anytime Like, I remember my last party before COVID I went to. It's, like, a really rich Omani's house. Someone said police, but it was actually just the security guards of the compound asking us to turn the music down. down. Someone said police, and the Never. walls of their house, like in their gardens, I don't know, like two and a bit meters tall. They jumped it. Oh, fully. <laughs> and I was like, guys, it's it's this it's the security for the. They have no power. <laughs> they have zero. I know they're dressed similar to police, but they have zero power. What are you doing? They fully took off. Yeah. It was bad. Like, they came three times, and it was just, like, like more and more people started leaving. Yeah. Then they all came back in a group and had to, like, meet this. I think it was the one time the police did come around, just because they were wondering. Apparently, they were like, there's people running around the compound. <laughs> it's, like, a massive compound. It's yeah. just kids running. Is this from your guys' place? We're like, yeah. Yeah. Ignore them. Yeah, we had um, I just remember, like, in Kenya, I went to a couple of parties because I was on the football team. And so, like, I played with a lot of the older girls. Um, so even though I was in, like, ninth grade, I would get invited, um, to their parties and drinking age in Kenya is 18, and so it'd be their birthday parties, and, like, their parents would be out drinking with all the kids, and, like, the kids would get fucking plastered, and I was like, I <laughs> don't know what I'm doing here as a 14-year-old, <laughs> but... We had this one, one of my friends, Gustavo, um, his parents, well, they were, well, if you can guess from high school, because they were going to always chill parents, because they yeah. drink with us, Yeah. looking back on it. It was a little problematic. It wasn't that bad. It was like I a mean, little problem. It was if like they're drinking with you, like they're yeah, watching you. They were fun. They were too fair. They were quite responsible, but like, you know, like like they fully like lined up shots for yeah. us and stuff. Like it was fine. Like I look back on, it, I'm like, it's actually not that bad. Well, no, my thing is like I'd rather if like someone I I know or whatever is gonna do something questionable, I'd rather they do it in front of me yeah. than just like hiding. And yeah, 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 yeah. But I then see one of my friends on the chair, um, and. For the sake of, I feel bad for him. Um, even though he knows damn well it's him, and they all know it's him. 
he um so for the sake of that i'm not going to say his name but he knows it's him he well everyone's gonna know who this is no when i say what his dad did they'll all know who everyone will know who this is his dad was my history teacher and all of our history teachers <laughs> oh no <laughs> and i see my friend like kind of like kind of like rocking back and forth in this chair but like looking down at the ground i'm like what's he wrong with him out. oh no Oh no. He just like we were looking around and his so my friend's dad's like, Hey Hayden, all good? Todo bien, todo bien, because he knows he's took Spanish with me. And Hayden just goes, Yeah. And then just spews oh, everywhere. No. But I'm like, oh <laughs> shit. And this is like my first time. Like this is why like I don't have that much of a problem on my job, like mm-hmm. having to clean up because I've just been so used to it. I'm like, oh not Dude, again. That's disgusting. Well he comes to me, because I've stayed at that house a lot, and he yeah. goes, Tom, how do you feel about cleanup? I'm like, oh, God damn it again. So he just throws me like gloves. I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm just used to this by now. Just gave me gloves. This is not even your but, house. No. He's like, how do you feel about this? I'm like, this I'm not, not going to argue job? with this man. Yeah. He then went to one of my other friends, really, really rich, influential Armani. Like his family, like, well, himself, he's like not, he's a kid. Yeah. But his family, uh, yeah. like their house is on a cliff. Like, yeah, okay. like they pay, I think, what was that's it? that's a status symbol. 300 grand. <laughs> they live really close. If you look up, actually, I'll show you. If you look up the area I live in. Uh, well, like my parents I, live in. I believe that he's rich. Oh no, but like I'm telling you, if you just look up the name of the area I live in, and then you click on images, his house, second picture. It's a nice house. Yeah, I mean. they spent like I think it was like 300. Gr- they spent was it? He told me a million to like keep the cliff from like not tearing down. Yeah. So obviously he's got like a bunch of maids and stuff. You sure, know, yeah. I mean he's kind of responsible. He's not really fully like had to clean that up. The dad's like, okay, Mohammed, here you go. Here's pack of gloves and he's just like i was like with him like all right let's do this he's like i can't do this he's like about to tear up he's like i can't do it it's disgusting i'm not ever doing this ever again like tough shit we're doing this now otherwise we're never leaving this house (laughs) i came into school the next day and at history first block as i walk in like hey how are you doing sir and he just stops me he goes not a word (laughs) not a word like i helped your son what do you mean he's like no get in my classroom not a word Yeah. I love having like teachers kids in my class. It's the funniest thing. I had one my fa- one of my favorite teachers, my fourth grade teacher and his son was in our class and he just like took the piss out of him every time he could. Like we would learn like ancient languages or whatever and so we'd be translating hieroglyphics and he'd like write a sentence on the board and when you translated it it would be like Daniel is an idiot and then <laughs> Daniel would get up and like try and fight his dad. It was so funny. <laughs> best time <laughs> i wish oh, my mom's a librarian at my school so um the number of times i've just been told off why is my mouth stop working there you go. um the number of times I've just been told off for something i haven't done but it's like oh this whole group needs telling off the tom. culprit is now tom even though tom <laughs> is on the other side of the comments on his laptop stressing because he's not finished the essay which is due in 10 minutes <laughs> and it'd be like yeah tom stop kicking the football around i'm like, on my laptop what do you mean <laughs> okay well i'm gonna do a song break for now uh, not many songs left. What song did you pick, Kieran? Shimofu. By Ridza. Kieran mentioned it last time when we started speaking French for some because Kieran speaks French. <laughs> um, and I actually read like she, Kieran mentioned it, so I listened to it, and now it's in my gym playlist. And I'm like, before like I go for a workout, I'm like, right, I need a song which like gonna get me like downstairs and like ready to work out. And that's the one I put on now. So thank you. Now I come back in August, just absolutely just jack, like not like no longer a skinny giraffe, just absolutely. No, I'm kidding, it's never gonna happen. <laughs> never gonna happen. I don't think that's helpful. Absolutely <laughs> never gonna happen. All right, well, see you in about three minutes. We'll be right back. Bye. How long have you been riding horses for, Kieran? <laughs> 
Uh, how old am I? 17, 18 years. <laughs> That's really impressive. I was saying we, we, we jumped to this conversation um, and I was I started writing. Well, I this makes it sound like I've been riding the whole life. Absolutely not. I first rode on a horse when I was four. We went to like, this part of the south of France called La Camargue. And, um, yeah, I was terrified. See, apparently when I was... Because I started when I was four, uh, and apparently... One, it came out of nowhere. None of my family rides horses. Like, apparently I just turned to my mom and was like, I want to ride a horse. Um, but also, apparently, they got me on the horse, and my mom started walking with us, because obviously there was someone holding it. And I, like, apparently turned and looked at her, and I was like, okay, you can go now. I was fine. <laughs> Natural. <laughs> I don't know. I just like animals. Where did, so where did you? Where were you when you started riding horses? Zambia. Okay. Yeah. And was that like like? So you kept doing that as you moved. Yeah, that's the main reason I learned French as well as I did was because when I moved to Madagascar, my riding teacher didn't speak any English, and I got by for the first couple you know months or whatever by like being in groups and following people, but like that's the main reason I had to use French like pretty immediately after I got there. Um, so I used to only know all the names for horse stuff in French, but now I can't remember most of them. I have no clue. I, I, I could would, name yeah. a couple couple parts of tack and stuff, but... Is tack... That's what you put tack on the... Tack is the saddle and bridle, yes. <laughs> okay. I, listen, I've last time I rode on a horse, I think I was... I'm when was I? 14? Not blaming you. I just... <laughs> no. I've, I've ridden a camel not more times, but more lately than I have ridden a horse. That's fair. That is that is not comfortable. That, <laughs> I don't recommend. I don't recommend at all. No. Yeah, my mom like hurt her back really bad on a camel. So. Oh, it's bad. Like they yeah. <laughs> they, they have worse like stability than me. Yeah. And that says a lot. I think I'd be alright. Yeah. No, you'd be fine. Like you like you'd come in, you'd be like <laughs> I whisper to them and just get them up. Yeah. <laughs> they have the most funky way of like laying down. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's 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 impressive. But what's have you had like any for like incidents on the horse i know my sister's had a few like few like scares been, but i mean i've been pretty lucky i've not broken anything um or really had a bad fall like my worst fall was my first one <laughs> when i i was still in zambia so i was like younger than seven um and we were like going up to get off and it was a group and someone was holding my horse but i wasn't paying any attention i like wasn't holding on to anything my feet weren't in the stirrups like and i was talking to the the person behind me or in front of me or whatever um, and as we were walking up, there's these line of bushes right next to us and a chicken jumped out of the bush and my horse went straight up. The horse behind me went straight up, fell off, um, cut my bottom lip open, still have a scar, but that's the worst I've ever been injured on a fall. So I've been really lucky. I don't fall <laughs> very often. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I also am not a massive risk taker when it mm. comes to horses. Um, so, like, in the past, since I've been at uni, I've fallen twice, and one, like, the horse tripped and fell with me, so I just ended up on the ground. Yeah. And so did she. And the other one, she was being a bit of a dick, and she just went out from underneath me. Oh, go. <laughs> She spooked. Um, yeah. But, like, we were on a circle, and so, like, one minute she was there, and the next minute she was not. But, um... Where'd you ride here? Um, I used to ride at Edenside, um, which is about ten minutes. Okay. 10 minutes out of town. You've also got Drumcaro, which is another 10 minutes out of town. I could give you a whole spiel um, from the riding club. 
Uh, well, I'm going to be bored tonight, so yeah. you know I've told you. I've, I've, I will not be bored, so I, know. I will not have time to give you a spiel tonight. But yeah, yeah. Um, I used to ride there, and I worked there um, for like all of last summer and a little bit more. But um, when I left last semester, and since I came back, I was just like focused on school, so I haven't quite gotten back to it yet. I also just like, because like once I do it, I do it twice a week, so it's like a commitment of time and energy that I don't really have right now. So this is probably the longest break I've ever taken from it. Would you want to have, like, as, like, I guess, like, a dream or whatever in the future to have, like, a ranch of, like, your own horses? Yeah, I don't think it would necessarily... Like, I've thought about it, and I don't think that would have to be the only thing. I've thought of, like, an Airbnb thing, but I definitely want horses. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, like, after uni, my immediate plans are to do with horses because I can't can't do a job or school at the moment my brain is dead that's understandable. so i'm gonna go i'm gonna work with horses for a good couple of years and see if i like it enough to make it a career but, that's fair yeah but yes i'm a horse girl that's listen, <laughs> it is my the running enti- joke of my life <laughs> my family is just well my dad's ex-wife side of family or horse girls yeah and i was a ho- well my brother so there's my half brother and half sister he's allergic to horses yeah so when his mum took him to go do horses, he was like, absolutely not. Yeah, then fair. he heard, when I was a kid, because 19 years between me and my brother, he heard that I started riding... This is before we even knew we were moving to Tokyo or anything. Yeah. He heard I started riding a horse, and he just came down to France like for like some holiday or something, and just went, stop. <laughs> what are you doing to yourself? You have to pick up football. <laughs> I was like, no. That's some toxic masculinity. Yeah, no, he's like, you have to do... And then I, I kind of make fun of him for it when he came back up, when he visited me in St. Andrews. I was like, heard you're allergic to horses. And you don't mention it. <laughs> you, you don't know how many times I've been told that I've been allergic to horses and I'm disappointed because I don't ride horses. <laughs> My friend Parker, he his dad was a defense attache in Oman for the U.S. All right. And his dad's retired. is now a middle school math teacher. That's a choice. But they bought... This ranch in Montana. Ooh, that would be nice. Yeah, it's and none of them ride horses, but they're like looking around and they kind of saw different places. And there's this one place that was like same price, kind of bigger of a ranch, like with horse stables and everything. And the family were like, "Well, it's bigger, but what the hell are we gonna do with horses?" <laughs> but turns out, Callie, his younger sister, has really wanted to ride horses, and so I think she does now. I think she's been doing it since they moved for like two years. And that's pretty much why they got it. So now they keep horses there. And I'm trying to swindle an invite. Yeah, see, that'd be my dream. Like, yeah. I would take that any day of the week. It's fine. <laughs> I'll swindle an invite. I'm going to be like, oh, Parker, look, I, I need, to, like, whenever I go for, like, my master or something. Yeah. Do you mind if I come? It's like, oh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. This is Kieran, by the way. Um, I know I said she wasn't, like, never mentioned <laughs> She'll her. She'll train all your horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This it's is Kieran. Yeah, just, just, you don't need a room. Just put her I'll in the stable. Sleep in it's the okay. barn. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it looks very nice though. They have, well, they had the dog Nico, rest in rest in rest easy. Died a few months ago, but that was like, like it, he was just showing me pictures. I was like, I, I, I wish I could have this. Yeah, yeah, no. If I didn't have like horses, because horses, you, it's you wake up and it's from like morning to you have to do every day. Um, I would be bored out of my mind because I do not want to get a real job. <laughs> um in terms of, like, anything related to my degree. I don't have the mental energy for it. Yeah, the more I thought about it, like, I want to do journalism, but, like, there's parts of me that I'm just like, do, do I really want to do this? Like, I think journalism is a cool one. But, like, I, I, oh, I, I want to do broadcast journalism and stuff. I don't necessarily want to be, like, an anchor. 
Like, that's not what I want to do. Yeah, you don't need... Like, broadcast journalism is cooler than being an anchor. Yeah, like, if you tell me, like, my dream of dreams, it'd be, like, to set up, like, a media kind of company type thing. Like, a small media company. And then have, like, different people have different shows and kind of host that. And it'd be, like... So a producer. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. But, like, slash post and other things. Yeah, Yeah. fair enough. That's very doable. Yeah. Absolutely nothing related to do with theory, unless it's critical theory. Absolutely nothing. No, I looked at... I don't think anyone ever does anything with theory unless they are physically writing about it. Uh, No one person in my class loved it too much. It was, No one uses the main theories. It was bad. You should only be using critical theory. I stopped listening. I I genuinely, like, like, I just kind of looked around. I was like, is it going to go on? Is it going to go on? Oh, it is. Time to shut my brain off. Yeah, I've read far too much Foucault to... Foucault. Foucault. I know... Michel Foucault. Wasn't he, is he the guy that was like... Post-structuralism. There we go, that's the one. But they they use him in a bunch of other things, but I've read far too much of him. I've, I picked up... I went to Toppings one day and I picked up a philosophy book. Why? And I was like... I don't know, I was just like I, was like... I was like, you know what? Maybe I should like mature myself in reading. I picked up, read one page and just went, absolutely not. Back I mean, I'm goes. quite interested. So I took philosophy first and second year. It was mm. actually originally part of my major. But, um, like, I wish they'd taught the ancient thinkers class better than mm. they do um, because it would have been so good. But it ended up just being, like, a book report class. Like, we didn't actually discuss any of the ideas. But I really do like, like, the writing is dense as hell. But it's really interesting to talk about some of it. Like, I wrote a whole paper in first year on like functional qualia and i don't even know if i can tell you what that means right now well we have to we've <laughs> not finished our discussion on um kieran is working today and i bothered her while i was running the show because that's what i do to anyone that works in this building and you were telling me about the equation that sky plus clouds oh. equals no it's just logic like reasoning and logic that it's basically taking that's like a different kind of philosophy because that's like codifying arguments um, and being able to test whether an argument is um, valid mm-hmm. or not, because um, it has to be uh, val- for an argument to be a good argument, it has to be a valid argument. Um, so you can test for validity. And if it's like I don't know, if if x then y, and y then z, therefore x equals z like it's that kind of yes okay yes yeah so it's but it's doing that with like sentences so i don't know if i like blue and my chair is blue then i like my chair okay yes okay i see is, is statement one true yes if statement two true yes is the okay. conclusion true? Yes, okay. therefore it's a valid argument. Yeah, because you started mentioning it to me, and I was about to be like, if you weren't interrupted by the customer, I was like, Kieran, Kieran, <laughs> listen, even doing the SAT as a, for the third time as a senior in high school, my only equation I know is y equals mx plus b linear function, and uh, that's what's it. What's the quadratic function? Well, it's I know like the, for, the formula. Minus 2ab, yeah. um, the square root of... No, it's... X yeah. equals a negative b plus or minus negative square b. root of b squared minus 4 is all over 2a. Why do I sing this song? Because Mr. Johnson... Oh, my God. Mr. Johnson <laughs> in 8th grade, the class had to repeat. He... Even though I got C, so I don't know why I had to repeat that. But he he played it the entire class. That was in block oh an hour and a half. We came in, it was playing. We left, it was still playing. So that was ingrained in my head, like, for forced torture. Yeah. The only song like that I know is from, like, the fifth grade. I'm surprised. <laughs> and it's how to spell onomatopoeia. <laughs> how do you... 
Owen, oh. Owen, made to you. P O E A. I told you, like the fifth grade. Yeah. Okay. Fair. <laughs> fair. Why'd you have to learn to spell onomatopoeia? <laughs> because we were learning about onomatopoeia. Fair. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know what? Okay. Okay. I've written something down here. What is speaking of summer plans? What was your favorite holiday you've been on? That you look back and you're like, that was my favorite one. Oh, I don't fucking... Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> we go on a lot of holidays because, like, we would get, you know, summer and Christmas. We would go back to the U.S. usually, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to count those because um, I was just visiting family. Yeah, and that doesn't count. We would get a week in fall and a week in spring in addition to, like, we would do class trips that were always really good. Um, so those were always fun. So if you're talking about, like, family holidays... It's not the same. They all blend together. I've got really bad memory. I mean, safaris are always good. Um, Nepal is always good. Nepal is Everywhere good. I've gone is good. So, yeah. like, I can't even pick one. Like, every yeah, everywhere we go has been good. What's your dream holiday, then? Like, what's something you look at and you're like, okay, you have all the money available to you. Everything, right? You have all the time available to you. You have pretty much the world, like, for you. You pick, what would you pick? Like, you're like, this is what I dream to do. Just country hopping. Like, I want to go to as many places as possible. I really want to go to Morocco, actually. Um, And just good food, good times. Just, and I like, I do like photography as a hobby, so. Do you? Yeah. You didn't know that. No. (laughs) It's like, you're the host of it. You don't know this? Uh, No. Yeah, I do photography as a hobby, which was, like, why Iceland was pretty high on my bucket list and stuff, so... have to show me pictures, then. I can. My laptop's downstairs. Okay. But, um... Yeah, so I just kind of want to go... Go to pretty, like, beautiful places. Because I'm not a massive city person. Like, I would take ancient stuff, but I really like nature. Mm. So... I try, like, I dragged my mom all over Germany and, to, like, to the Austrian border to try and to find, like, this, like, Lake Konengas, which is really pretty. Um, so I'm glad we went. But, like, like I found, I've got places bookmarked on Google Maps that are just, like, either really beautiful, like, na- places in nature or, like, places in cities that I would just want to go to. But I want to go everywhere. Like, yeah. Um, I, I could rank them. But, it, it, like, if I had all the money and time and whatever in the world, just travel. Yeah. The first time my great-grandma left Belgium, and she is 99 years old. She went, it was for my parents' wedding in 1990, is it eight or nine? One of the two. To France? Yeah, so she went to France, and that was the first ever <laughs> time. one border. <laughs> yep, and she's never, <laughs> she's, she went back to the border, and she's like, you know what, never again. Fair, some people. Never, that was the first time on a plane as well, and apparently she was. <laughs> Shit, scared? Oh, yeah. Have you seen um, Jack Whitehall did this, like, series of, like, travels with, with his my dad? Father. Yeah. Oh, it's so, so good. Funny. I love that one. I what? made my mom watch them. <laughs> Isn't there, like, one? I forgot. There's one where, like, he's on this, like, little train, and they've got this doll they're carrying with them. Yeah. I remember my dad was watching it, and I kind of just... My dad <laughs> will just, like... Because my mom goes to bed at, like, 8.30, p.m., because she runs, like, 5 a.m. every morning. Ooh. Yeah, it's rough. It's... It's worse for me because I'm the complete opposite of her. I go to bed very late, which is why when I got these jobs, I was like, that's not an issue. I go to bed late anyway. Yeah, that's fair. And, like, there was one point during... It wasn't COVID lockdown, but it was home because of, like, school canceled because of COVID. I was just, like, in my room, whatever I was doing, and it was 4 a.m., and my mom just opens my door and goes, "Did you have you not slept since I went to bed? Went, 
No. No. Nope. <laughs> I'm still. I'm about to go to sleep now, but. <laughs> yeah. No. So for you, it's like, well, where have you gone in the pod? Because you went a few times. Yeah, we've gone to um, Kathmandu, Pokhara, um, around the Himalayas. Like the our our friends, um, because so my parents worked there, so we've got like a lot of friends who are still there, and then. Um, like to the point that we call them like my aunt I mm-hmm. call call her my aunt even though she's just a family friend they live in Kathmandu um, but we've been to like a couple different like not like resorts but you know I mean like places mm-hmm. um, outside of Kathmandu I can't remember what they're called because I was a kid like the last time we were there was right after the earthquake so what in 2015 yeah. or something um, we were there right after that we were only in Kathmandu um because we went for my brother's, like, coming-of-age ceremony. That was a fun time. But, um, yeah, I was supposed to do one, but I missed mine, so... Wait, so who was hosting the coming-of-age ceremony, then? So our auntie, um... They, Is she Nepali, or...? Yeah, no, they're, okay. they're, oh, okay, they're yeah. Nepali. Yeah. Um, so he, like... Like, they've always... Like, they would come visit us in Zambia or whatever, because she works in the same company as my dad. Um, and so they would come visit us in Zambia and do Baitika, and, and we still did tika and stuff um for actually a long time but um yeah they did like his coming of age ceremony um even though he's probably not their ethnic group or whatever like based on what we know about where he's from oh yeah but because he's adopted Mm. (laughs) i feel like i should clarify that again but um yeah they were gonna do she's like noari and they were gonna do one for me but i was too old i'd already hit puberty and so i don't get to marry a tree you don't get to marry a tree. That was the coming of age ceremony. You basically you marry a fruit, not a tree. They marry like a thirteen year old girl to a fruit, um, and the idea is that then she'll never be a widow. Oh, okay, yeah. See, my brother, I don't quite know what was going on. Apparently, neither did like my auntie and her daughter because they're like you just do what the priest says and you don't really know what's happening. Um, but it involved him coming out in like rags and walking around the driveway and with a like a like yeah. a like a homeless person stick and yeah. me cutting his hair it's a good time <laughs> a full bus cut or did you like just no 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 you, you just come in well, like, i'm I gonna ca- mess you up right no, now. no i caught his hair as they cut it okay um and i did have to wear a sari which was a fun time that sounds awesome but yeah that, was that last, sounds really cool that was the last time we were there and so we stayed in Kathmandu. um but we always go to like swambuna and all the temples and um, stuff, but it's such good food. <laughs> it is. It's very nice. I know. Literally, like, the only thing I'm not having when I come back is the ice cream, and that's just PTSD from... Oh, I like the ice my, cream. <laughs> my food poisoning. But that's... You should have cell roti. Which one? Cell roti. Or jalubi. Cell roti is, like, their donuts. Jalubi, so good. Half the people hate it. You either hate it or you love it. There's no... Because jalubi is, like, one of my favorite things, but it's fried honey. And so it's... That sounds fine. Great sugar. That's And so fine. a lot of people do not like it. It's, like, sickly sweet, but I love it. <laughs> I literally will have, like... I mean, it's not necessarily, like, sweet because it's bitter, but the darker the chocolate, the more I prefer it for me. Yeah. Like, well, are you more you milk go chocolate? go to Madagascar. My mom is a very dark chocolate person, and so she gets, like... I've had, like, 90% chocolate, and it's yeah. just inedible. It's a bit too much. It's a bit too much, but, Even like, 70, 60 is inedible, frankly, for me. It's, right, well, I know to get you milk chocolate if I ever get It's very bitter. <laughs> Is it milk chocolate or white chocolate, then? Ew, no. I I like milk chocolate. I like darker chocolate as long as it's, like, flavored. Like, salt. Yeah, salt okay, that's true. That's, 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 yeah. that's <laughs> a good choice. 
good choice. But like, I won't actively look for dark chocolate. That's um, fair. Unless but. I'm feeling healthy. <laughs> mm. I'm a little Belgian boy, so for me, it's like, well, my mum, my mum would get these really fancy chocolates, but my dad obviously grew up in poor in Somerset. So for him, if he gets Cadbury, like he will get it. In, like in, I'll kid you not, five minutes, it's gone. Yeah, he has it all. Yeah, and for I me, mean, it, for Cadbury's me, Cadbury's good. Yeah, so Hershey's for me, is shit. He for, he got a good bargain. Exactly. For me, if I get like the nicer chocolate, like I'm like, oh, it's nicer. I know it's nicer, but I eat it like my dad. Mm. So I've got like the t- taste of my mum, but I eat <laughs> like my dad. You don't understand how much it annoys her because it's obviously expensive. And you go through it. Oh, I just like, fl- like she's like, oh, can you save? And she looked, why is your box empty? I'm oh, like, yeah. Both my, well, my mom and I do that. It's a big problem because we'll like open one thing and we'll just both eat it yeah. immediately. My dad and I will have like a secret. Like my dad would be like, oh, I bought like these chocolates for your mom. But here's our secret box that we can't tell her about because it's going in the bin tonight <laughs> and she cannot see it. <laughs> Fair enough. Do you take pictures of nature then? or? Yeah, and people. I like taking photos of people as well. Like portraits or? Um, or I mean, it's happened to just be, like, taking pictures of my friends while we travel in, oh, yeah. like, cool places. But I, like, I've liked the idea of taking portraits. I don't think I'm really, like, a necessarily a studio photographer, but I really like, like, artistic portrait photography. Mm, yeah. Um, which is cool, but I've not really. Well, you have to show me your pictures, then, because... I will. <laughs> I mean, we haven't... I don't know what time is 53. We have an hour before we each start. I know. And... Well, I've got an Instagram page for my photography. I just don't post on it very often because I don't have the energy. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I have this stupid show page, which I just realized I didn't promote the show at all today. <laughs> and it's the last one. But it's okay. You know what? I need a break from this show. <laughs> I need a complete break. I've got... You know what? I'm going to say it. Okay, next year. I don't know if I've ever announced this. Um, this show stays, but it's going to become me just actually doing it for my CV because I kind of need a job in the future. So it's going to be probably just me. But Callum and I are going to have our show with guests. Um, and his idea is to have... Well, he's going to call it... He comes, he goes, I have a great show name. And he goes, Talk of the Town. To which I look at him and go, Come back, think about it, and realize why I said no. So he's come back and he's going to think about it. But his idea is to have anytime someone's having something in St. Andrews, just to get them on the show. Like if they're doing a fashion show or something. I'm just sticking around because I like radio and I'm going to be the annoying person. So basically it's now our free advertisement for whoever you're getting yeah, on? Yeah, pretty much. Like, yes, we get like the people like are influential in the town. Fair enough. I'm just going to be there. I'm happy to do it. It's more an extra shift for me. I can connect you to the riding club president. Okay. <laughs> that's that's about I'm, all I can give you. <laughs> what's the other thing is Callum is going to be like, okay, well, you tell us about how that's impacted your life. And <laughs> I'll be Lucy there like, on. Yeah, and I'll be like, okay, so... How many times has Kieran actually fallen off a horse? They won't know that. Yeah. To be fair, I they can't... They won't know that. <laughs> I do you know about me and the bike? No. And my... Oh, you don't know. Oh, this you is do bu- on a bike? What do you do to a bike? I've ridden... I've ridden... That sounds problematic. <laughs> <laughs> I've ridden a bike... Well, I've been riding bicycles for a long, long time. Yeah, okay. Um, and I'm very confident on a bicycle. Okay. My bike here, uh, I told my parents, oh, go to Decathlon and get, like, you know... Like, not it's pretty cheap, but like road bike. Yeah. Because like I just can go out and I stuff. I hate road bikes. Well, they were like, we're not doing like, oh well, can, since we have the money. Obviously, I haven't had a job yet because yeah. so like we have the money. You're getting this random bike from one of the bike repair shops around here. Yeah. Brand I never heard of. Like you look it up online, you get a PDF. Ah. And 
I say, right, here you go. Like, oh, okay, sick. So I start riding it around. Suddenly, things start falling off. I'm just like, hey, repair man, can you repair this? And he's like, okay, 20 pounds. Like, it's a bit expensive, but okay. Repair it. A month later, things start falling off again. I'm like, this is not going to be sustainable. So I start repairing it myself. And that's what I've been doing up until last month when, long story short, a lot of things went wrong on the bike and I ended up falling off it. Yes, I fell off the bike. It's, yeah, it's very just, embarrassing. Just I was turning... Unprompted? I went into... <laughs> <laughs> you were just going straight and you just went to the ground? No, like. I, went to, I was going to Church Street. You know, it looks like a little roundabout. Yeah. I, I went through it. So my seat was pretty much coming off at that yeah. point. It was like I'd repaired it and then that day it just That's starts coming off again. That's thing you didn't get like a pull through the ass. <laughs> no, it was bad. <laughs> the seat was still there. That's probably the only reason I didn't get it. And then I start turning. So I'm not sitting on the seat, I'm just on the pedals because I've ridden yeah. a long time. And I'm turning. Suddenly this car cuts me off and I've already lost a bunch of speed. At the moment, I should have jumped off. I didn't. And I'm like, well, I'm falling now. It's too late. Like, I didn't mind, like, like as I'm falling. That's not the bike's fault. Well, I couldn't the sit down. The cart cut you off. If the cart, well, if, otherwise, I would have sat down and probably just, like, used my feet, to, like, instead of the brakes, like, to, like, come to a stop. But instead, I'm like, well, I can't sit down because I always get a pull through the ass. Um... Or it's that, or well, I've being missed... Being tall must be hard. I was going to say, yeah. I, I oh, don't yeah. think that would knock me yeah, off even, the bike. Yeah, because even jumping off like would be like... Uh, it would be take too much time <laughs> to get my legs down. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I am falling. I'm just going to protect my head. So I'm falling, and I just Do scrape... you not wear a helmet, Tom? <gasps> Come on. Come on. No, Mum, I do wear a helmet. Come on. Listen, <laughs> I've ridden for years. It and... does... It, it's not... You're not the problem. This is co- me coming from a family of many biking-related concussions. Like, many. And it's always the other person. But it's still, we're the ones who get concussions. Fine. You know what, Kieran? Just for you, I'll start wearing a helmet. Please wear a helmet. I'll wear a helmet. I'll see a picture of my mountain bike back home. And I'll be like, here you go. I've got a helmet on now. There you go. Are you happy? Especially on a mountain bike. Do you fair, I do ride. I've, I put a helmet on back home. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't trust the... I, I've, I've kicked the door of a, some guy in a Mercedes. Like, almost killed me back home. Like, genuinely, he almost killed me. Yeah. Like, squeezed me. And I kicked his car door. Like, just like, out of out pure anger of, like... And, like, shitting myself. Because I thought I was, like, about yeah. to die. I kicked the door. And I looked. I was like, oh, his number plate says one on it. Which means he's very rich. Doesn't mean he's a sultan or anything. I've seen a sultan scar, but he's like, he's really rich. He looks at me. I'm like, oh shit, that means he's powerful. I took off in like, I went straight back home. Yeah. He never saw me. I was like, that could have ended so badly. Yeah. In so many different things, but yeah, like, but too fair, he almost killed me. That's on him. But yes, I fell off the bike. I then scraped into the road. I was like, just in the middle of the road. Like, I pretty much, I protected my head. I kind of half rolled, and well, my hip was kind of fucked. And I start standing up like shit, like you know, like just like in pain, mm-hmm. getting up. Everyone's just staring at me, mm-hmm. just all looking that. at me, and I'm like, you know, like I'm obviously like kind of kind of shaking. is isn't too fast, but yeah. like I still like scraped fully on the road. My bike's still in the road, so I'm going to go. I went to go grab it, and I just sit down. It's like oh, like I'm just like God damn it, this hurts. And this lady goes, she comes up to me, she goes, "Are you okay, wee laddie?" <laughs> it's like. Yeah, I'm fine. Whatever. <laughs> just let me soar under my breath. Just let me go. And some girl I'd seen at like just met at like something I'd been to like a week earlier or whatever. She sees me. She goes, "Oh, it's you!" As I was like in the road. I'm just <laughs> no. You don't know me. Not the other tall guy. <laughs> right. Well, I'm not gonna make the same mistake as last time. 8 p.m. Thank you very much for coming on, Kieran. I know you wanted the attention to come on the show again and the prestige that comes with it. I'm kidding. Thank you very much for coming on. I very <laughs> much appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, this show that no one listens to. 
Uh, thank you for everyone who's been listening for the whole semester. I appreciate it. Uh, we didn't have any broken mics today, although the mouse has decided to act up again. Where is it? Come on. Show me. There it is. Um, yeah. I'll be back in August, August 10th. So I'll probably have one show then, and then I have to reapply for my slot, which should go okay. Hope. They don't want me back, do they? Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, well, thank you very much for Say everyone no. who's listening. Don't give yeah. him a slot back. Don't give him, yeah, you're going to get in with the don't people that you know. You're gonna, don't give him a slot back. <laughs> Please give me my slot back. I need this for a job. Okay, well, thank you very much for coming on, Kieran. Uh, we're going to stay with the French songs. So the final song, well, Belgian actually, this one, we'll play is Tous les Mêmes by Stromae. Have a good summer, everyone. See you in August. Bye. <laughs>